Hey everyone, welcome to Here's the Deal um, with Rick Countryman. And I'm glad you're joining me, uh, especially uh, those of you that might be tuning in uh, for the very first time. It seems like every week I hear about somebody uh, new who's uh, listening to the program or watching the, the, the program. And uh, man, welcome. For those of you that are listening to this on a podcast, man, I need you to give it a rating, okay, and then leave a comment. And believe it or not, that's how people, more people will find the, 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 the program on the podcast, okay? If you're watching this on the broadcast, you're watching this on Facebook, I'm glad you're with, you know, joining me. Make sure you share it, but get the podcast. The podcast is really, really um, the, the better way of, uh, you know, experiencing the, the program. Tell your friends about it, by the way. You might be wondering, man, where are you? This looks like a different location. And uh, it is. I'm actually up in Angel's Camp. I um, take a week, usually in January, and just get away by myself. I'm, my wife, my kids, I leave everybody at home, and, and I got a little condo up here, and I just spent uh, spend a week with the Lord, praying, thinking, maybe I'm praying for you. In a general sense, I am praying for you, but um, man, I spent a lot of time praying for individuals, people in my life, my friends, people at the church that I, I serve at. I uh, spent a lot of time reading scripture, reading books, reading magazines, and um, Anyway, so that's what's behind me is the forest. And every night I sit out on this balcony and a whole family of deer just literally right down here show up. It, it's crazy. And uh, so anyway, again, thanks for joining me. Um, today's topic is, is it okay for a Christian to get a tattoo? Okay? Is it okay for a Christian to get a tattoo? And I'm going to talk about that in just a moment. But I want to remind everybody about a great conference that's coming to Big Valley Grace in Modesto on February 11th and 12th. That's a Friday night and Saturday. And it's called Choose Wisely. And it's basically a singles conference. Um, and it's about, uh, you know, how do you, how do you make a wise choice in a spouse? I mean, that, that's going to be the second greatest decision that a person has to wrestle around with. The first being, am I going to humble myself and you know, become a let let the Lord be the Lord of my life. You become a follower of Jesus. That's number one. But without a shadow of a doubt, the second greatest decision that a person makes is who they're going to marry. And this is going to be a great conference. Got great speakers. Scott and Susie Miller are coming in. Uh, Rhonda Stoppy is going to be uh, speaking at it. It's really going to be. It's going to be great. It's twenty bucks. That's Friday, Saturday. Includes all the breakout sessions. Includes lunch on Saturday and. All that kind of stuff. Uh, the first hundred people that register get a free copy of Rhonda Stoppy's book. Anyway, all you have to do is go to uh, bvg.org backslash choose wisely. bvg.org backslash choose wisely, and you can get more details there and you can register for the conference. Love to have you uh, be a part of it. So let's get right into this. And let me just begin by. Um, saying that in the short amount of time I have, uh, I, I'm not going to be able to unpack this whole thing. Uh, you're probably going to have a whole lot more questions when I'm done <laughs> than you do right now, because the goal isn't, th this is not a comprehensive look 
at say this topic or any of the topics that I'm going to cover in this first quarter. In the first quarter of this year, I'm just going to deal with difficult questions or questions that people have. And one of the questions that I often get is, is it okay for a Christian to, to get a, a, a tattoo? And I'm just going to start right out by saying I believe that this is one of what we would call a disputable matter. If you were to uh, open your Bible to Romans chapter 14, Romans 14 kind of begins with this in verse 1. It says, Accept him whose faith is weak without passing judgment on disputable matters. In other words, uh, there are a lot of things in Scripture that are crystal clear. You cannot miss uh, what God was was trying to say or what God was communicating. For instance, it's crystal clear on how you're saved, right? You cannot miss that in Scripture. It is simply through a relationship with Jesus Christ, His Son. That is the only way your sins are forgiven. It is crystal clear. It is crystal clear that God wants you, as one of His followers, to be baptized. It's absolutely crystal clear. Clear. It's absolutely crystal clear that God wants you to pray, right? Talk with Him about whatever's going on in your life. It's absolutely crystal clear in Scripture that we shouldn't get drunk, right? There are a number of things in Scripture that are crystal clear. But there are some other things that aren't crystal clear. And those would be the things that I, I think uh, Paul was addressing in Romans chapter 14. And that is these disputable matters, these things where good Christian people, people who love Jesus, can see things differently, can see the, the, the question or the topic differently. And when it comes to these disputable matters, what matters to God in Romans 14 is, is that there's unity. That, that, that we're still brothers and sisters in the Lord. We're still, you know, you know fellow, you know, children of, of, of God. And so we may not agree on this particular matter here, okay? But I do want you to know, I believe it's a disputable matter. I think that good Christian people can disagree as it relates to, to, to this. And I'm okay if you have a different opinion than, than I have. Okay, so so let, 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 me, let me just kind of get into this thing here a, a little bit, okay? I don't think God has a problem in and of itself with you or anybody else getting a tattoo. I really don't. I think it's a disputable matter. Now, I know a lot of people who would say, oh, no, 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 no. It's absolutely crystal clear. The scriptures are crystal clear. And I think you would be wrong. I don't think they're crystal clear. And I know what some of you are thinking. You're thinking, well, wait a minute. Leviticus chapter you know, 19 is, is crystal clear on this issue. No, Leviticus 19 isn't crystal clear on this issue. Now, I want to read to you what Leviticus 19 uh, says, because it's always the verse that people look at. It was a part of the Old Testament law, if, if you will. He says in verse 28, this is God speaking, he said, You shall not make any cuts on your body for the dead or tattoo yourself, for I am the Lord your God. 
And so a lot of believers look at that one law that's in Scripture, this one verse, and they say, see, right there, it's crystal clear that God says in His Word that we shouldn't get tattoos. And one of the things I, I, I think, if you're in that camp, what you've got to wrestle around with is its context. Who was it written to? Why was it written? Why do we have all of these Old Testament laws? What was the purpose of them? What was God trying to, to say and do through his people in the Old Testament, the Jewish people in the Old Testament? Because if you are going to take Leviticus 19, verse 28, and you're going to say it still applies to this day, then you have to take all of the laws that are in Leviticus or Deuteronomy or wherever else in the Old Testament, and you have to apply them equally to your life. But we obviously know that God doesn't want us to, to do that. I, I was just having some fun today, and as I was studying for this, and in Deuteronomy chapter 22, it says this. It says uh, in verse, uh, where is it, 8, when you build a new house, you shall make a parapet for your roof, that you may not bring the guilt of blood upon your house if anyone should fall from it. That's a law. God says, if you're going to build a house, if you're going to live in a house, you have to have a parapet around it. And what a parapet would be, would be like a little small wall that would go around your, your house. Huh. I've lived in a lot of homes that, frankly, none of them have had a parapet on it. There's no little roof, no little wall around my house. Well, you got to look to yourself, you got to say to yourself, hey, why was that written? Well, back in that day, you know, homes were built with flat roofs. And in fact, a lot of times people actually lived on top of their roofs or they would cook on top of their roofs or they would do other things on top of their roofs. They were flat. And so God says, hey, look, I don't want people falling off. I don't want people to die. And then you feel guilt over the fact that somebody died. And so I, I want to make sure that everybody puts a parapet around their houses. Well, obviously today, you know, we don't have parapets around our houses. I can guarantee you there isn't anybody out there watching this right now that has a parapet around their house. When you look at a lot of the laws that are in the Old Testament, in Acts chapter 10, something happens because Peter has this dream, this vision, and God basically tells Peter, look, I know what I said in the Old Testament. There were all of these fish and foods that you weren't allowed to eat or whatever. Well, I'm changing that. I'm making those things clean now. And so, yes, there are these Old Testament laws and rules or whatever that God had for his people. But obviously, especially when you read Acts chapter 10, something changes. We have the Old Testament, we have the New Testament, we have the Old Covenant, we have the New Covenant, we have the, the, the age of law, and we live in the age of, of grace. Something has happened. And I believe that tattoos today, in and of themselves, are not evil. One of the reasons why God said he didn't want his people to have tattoos was because in that culture, they, people were tatting up their bodies with with idols, and they were putting idols on their bodies, or they were putting the names of the dead all over their bodies. And God says, I don't want my people to do that. So, 
The short answer is, is that look, God doesn't care whether you have a tattoo or I have a, 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 a tattoo. But, okay, but I, I do want to share with you a couple of thoughts. I want to give you a couple of biblical guidelines as it relates to tattoos, okay? If you're watching this and you're under 18 years of age and your parents say to you, son, daughter, I don't want you to get a tattoo, done deal. You don't get one, okay? You can have an opinion and you can say, mom, dad, I want to get a tattoo. And you, you're, 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 you ha you, you're free to have an opinion, but you don't get a vote on that. Only your parents do. And if they tell you, no, son, I don't want you to get a tattoo, no, daughter, I don't want you to get a, get a tattoo, then the conversation's over with. And if you go out and get a tattoo and your parents have told you not to, that's sinful, that's evil, that's wicked, and that needs to be repented of, okay? So if you're under 18 years of age and your parents say no, then it's, it's, not a, it's not a question. You've got to wait until you're at least 18 and out of the house. And when you get out of the house and you're an adult or whatever, you, you can make whatever choices you want to make about your body. But as long as you're under 18 or maybe you're over 18 and you live in your parents' house, you know, their, you know, their will is what matters in, 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 in this regard. So, let's suppose you are over 18 years old. Maybe you live out on your own and you're thinking about getting a tattoo. Let me give you another thought here. Okay, it's a biblical thought. The Bible says very clearly that this, that the body, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Okay? Now, these bodies don't get to go to heaven. These bodies are, are where we find that it's the headquarters of sin. It's where the Adamic nature lives. The, the, the sinful nature lives in our flesh. It's why it doesn't get to go to heaven. We're going to get new bodies someday. These have been polluted. They've been marred. Even though the Holy Spirit lives inside of them, they're still marred or whatever. But these bodies, as goofed up, as sinful as they are, still houses the Holy Spirit. It's still the house that God lives in. It's the temple of the Holy Spirit. So this body is important to God. And we need to treat it with great honor and great respect because it is the place where the Lord lives, where His Spirit lives. And so that is a principle that you need to think about as it relates to tattoos or maybe anything. I remember talking to a lady about 10 years ago who was morbidly obese, like morbidly obese, and, and she was arguing with me that tattoos were wrong because the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And she couldn't even see the hypocrisy in the fact that her temple was morbidly obese, but she didn't want anybody else to, you know, she didn't think it was right to tattoo the body because that's the temple of the Holy Spirit. I do think that we ought to keep these temples in as best shape as we can, in good condition, because God is working in and through your body, okay? That's why it needs to be in good condition. That's why you try to keep it, you know, in good condition, because if God calls you to do something, you want to be in the best physical condition you can be in. And so this is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So if you are thinking about getting a tattoo, you ought to think that through, that this is the that this is where God lives, and because of that, it, it kind of makes you go, man, 
what am I going to put on my body? What is the tattoo that I'm going to adorn myself with? Because here's the deal. You, you, you can you know, pierce your ears and put earrings on and it makes it look pretty, but you can always take them off and change them, take them off and change them. You can put pretty little bracelets on your wrist because you can take those off and change them. You can put stuff around your neck, necklaces and things like that. And if you get tired of it, you can take it off and put a new one on or walk around without a necklace on. Once you get a tattoo, it's pretty much permanent. And so you, you ought to use your brain and you ought to say, okay, God, what is it that I want to put on my body, on, on this body you created inside my mother's womb? I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And I'm about ready to put a, something on my back or, you know, on my arm or on my leg or wherever you're getting the tattoo at. And, and God, this is your body. You live inside of it. How could I honor you with that? In fact, 1 Corinthians chapter 10 says, whether you eat or whether you drink or whatever you do, you do it all to the glory of God. And I think you can get a tattoo to the glory of God. I think you can do, uh, you know, whatever to the glory of God. But you got to use your brain and you got to think about it. I'm always amazed at some people that just get these random things. They had not thought it through. And it's going to be permanent, basically. They, they've just permanently... You know, put something on the temple, and they're a believer, and they hadn't really thought it through. And I want you to at least do that. If you're over 18 years of age, and you're thinking about getting a tattoo, that's okay. Just think it through. What is it you're going to put on your body? What's the point of it? What's the motivation behind it? I'll give you a, a, a personal uh, story. My oldest daughter, when she was in high school, wanted to get a, a tattoo. And I, you know, her mom and I said, you know, no, when you turn 18, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. But until you're 18, we're not going to do it. You're, you're too young. You're, you're, you're still mature. Your mind isn't even fully developed, I mean, to, to a certain degree. I, I'm not going to let you make some sort of decision to permanently, you know, put something on your body. And, you know, you're 15. I mean, that just didn't make any, any sense. And so uh, the, she, was, she was cool with it, never gave us any trouble. But then there came a moment, she turned 18. And uh, she sat down, she respected me, and respected her mom, and sat down and said, I, you know, I still want to get a tattoo. And we said, okay, well, we, we kind of talked about some of these things. What is it that you want to get? What's the point of it? What's the purpose of it? What's the motivation behind it? Do you understand that this body of yours is the temple of the Holy Spirit and what is it you're going to put on there how will it bring glory to God how will this honor the Lord how could this possibly even further the gospel is this something that you know in a year or five years you're going to go oh man I wish I hadn't put that on there you know this isn't like a pair of earrings that you can just take off this, this isn't like a, a cute you know pair of shoes you got that you can change in a you know in a, in a heartbeat you're, you're going to permanently mark your body, and so let's think about this. And, 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 and then once you kind of got answers to those questions, we'll talk again. And I can remember my daughter going away and whatever. I don't know how long ago it was, a month, two months, three months. She came back, and she said, you know what? I, I got an idea. Her mother uh, had died in a car wreck when she was five. And uh, on her tombstone was this verse. And it was um, a, a beautiful scripture from the Gospel of John. 
And she had this idea of putting that verse, you know, having that verse tattooed along with a, a beautiful cross. And she had thought it through as a way to, um, you know, re be reminded of a really great scripture. If the Son has set you free, you're free indeed. It was a way that if somebody were to ask, hey, what is that? She could share a scripture with somebody and the importance of that in her life. And, uh, you know, she had thought it through. And she was an adult. You know, Mom and I said, man, go for it. If that's what you want to do, you, you, you go for it. And you know what? Here's the deal. It turned out really, really beautiful. It's a beautiful tattoo. And I, I love it. I, I think it's really, really, really neat. But she was an adult, and she made a decision that was well thought through. And that's what I, I think is the most important thing about this conversation or this podcast is I don't, and I'm okay, if you think tattoos are wrong and they shouldn't get in and it's sinful and it's evil and it's wicked, we'll just agree to disagree. As I said, I think it's a disputable matter. But if you do decide to get a tattoo, you know what? Wow, you better think this through. This is, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And you need to treat it with great respect and great honor. And if you're going to permanently mark it up, think it through. Make sure that there's something weighty behind it Somehow, some way, it brings honor and glory to, to the Lord. And it could be that, you know, you've got a tattoo and you're going, oh man, I got this tattoo and, and, and I didn't know the Lord when I got it or, and it's, I don't like it all that much. Well, you know what? You can still use that as a great tool to reach people. If somebody asks you, hey, what's that tattoo about? Man, nothing wrong with going, you know what? I got that tattoo before I, I came to know Christ as my Savior. And I wish I had never gotten it. That was at a time in my life when I didn't know the Lord and I was walking in darkness. But now I do know Christ. And I want you to know my life. You see, you can always take these things and use them for the glory of God. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. Is figure out a way, if you're going to permanently mark up your body, figure out a way that it brings honor and glory to the Lord. Okay? And, and, and here's the thing. Remember, remember. I'm okay if you disagree with me. I have some friends who, who vehemently think differently on this than I do. They think that Leviticus 19.28 is it. That's the law. God said it. That way we you know, there's no going backwards on it. But one of the things we argue about is obviously there are other laws in the Old Testament that they're not following because they know. They, they, they know they only applied to a group of people you know, during, during a specific time in history, and they don't apply today in our age of grace or the age of uh, Jesus or the new covenant or however you want to you put it. So anyway, listen, I hope this was helpful. Uh, again, man, give the podcast a rating, you know, leave a review, share this with somebody, and uh, I'll let you know in a couple days on my you know, Facebook page and everything what the next question will be. Or if you have one, leave me a note or whatever, okay? Blessings, everybody.